Well, thanks for coming here this morning. Thank you. Is this your home, Alex? This is not my home, but it's a... Why, why are we not in your home? I was curious. Well, I didn't sign up to uh, film my life in my home. Because you wouldn't want people traipsing through your home and cameras, right? That's right. You're, just, you're used to it at this point, after yes. all of these years. I actually yeah. am. I, the truth is, I like those days. Do you? Yeah, I do. You, you know who gets really excited when the crew comes and sets up for our interviews? My dogs. I bet. All 20 of them? All 20 of them. Because they love the crew. They've known them for years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, their whole lives. Um, and they get excited that they, you know, play with them and hang out with them. And there's usually like four or five at my feet anyway. Well, the, the idea behind this was obviously when we started making the show many years ago, back when we were young, behind the scenes of the shows was not something that was discussed. And the idea was we, the show was supposed to document the interactions of a group of people and the lives of the people involved in that friend group. And over time, obviously, there was an interest in production that built and built. And on the shows, that meant that we started breaking the fourth wall. And we started acknowledging the fact that making the show had an impact on the interactions. And outside of the show, there is a ton of misinformation, there are conspiracy theories, there's a whole cottage industry in telling the story of the making of the shows and oftentimes very incorrectly. So the idea behind this is for us to have a conversation about what really goes on and to give the audience a better insight into what it means to make the shows and the relationships involved and the fun we have and the challenges that we have. And I think that that'll give them an appreciation for production and a deepened understanding, actually, of the shows themselves. And I thought, who better to start off this conversation with than you? Because our journey has been an extraordinary one. I mean, it really has. Why did you sign up for the show in the first place? You know, I think because I was, you know, a child actor my whole life. So being on camera was like a normal thing for me. And I thought, oh, it's just another job. You know, and I thought, oh, well, my kids are little. I can still be home with them, and they just follow me around. Yeah. What, what could go wrong, Alex? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? What, what did you think you signed up for? I really don't know. I don't know. I mean, I had seen some episodes of Atlanta, and yeah. I was very entertained by Kim Zolciak smoking a cigarette in a car with her kids. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't, I mean, I really didn't, I really didn't realize. I was very naive. When we constructed season one of the show, we, in many cases, avoiding... So you avo admit you constructed... Well, <laughs> when we... Yeah, exactly. That, that's right. I have to watch. When there's, you built it for the ground. There's no safe language. That's exactly okay. right. You know, when we stumbled upon a group of people interacting, yeah. and it happened to be organically existing, but um, no, we didn't. I mean, we were looking for all the things that you look for, all of the personal qualities in people, and we wanted it also to be a group that really was naturally stitched together, which it was. Yeah. But we deliberately avoided actresses for the most part and the reason that we did we did that was we didn't want anybody to think that this was a role and later on I mean you know when we talked to Lisa Renna about season one and then ultimately we went in a different direction but then brought her onto the show later and she, you know she turned out to be extraordinarily good for the show yeah but you were able to put aside acting and you were yourself in this right away how did you how did you, what was your mentality going into it? How did you do that? Well, in a town full of phonies, I wasn't afraid to be me, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think this, it's, 
I think it's just instinct to be yourself, yeah. you know? Um, People fight it, though. I mean, that's, and and it's you know, what we always say, right? I mean, yeah. you know, the fundamental instruction that we give anybody is be yourself. And then the one thing that is slightly different from just being yourself is to think out loud. But we don't try to fill anyone's head with thoughts they wouldn't have. We just try to get them to share so that we can know. But you were able to do that right away. I was. Um, and something that the show actually has taught me that I'm very grateful for as you know and I would never have said this when I was like you know auditioning for yeah. this you know and did my casting tape I didn't like confrontation my whole life I was deathly afraid of confrontation I would avoid confrontation at all costs so this show forced me to have to be confrontational about you know something that was bothering me something on my mind and it was really hard at first really hard but now I'm like that on and off camera. So, you know, thank you for that, Alex. You're welcome. And thanks for lying on your application. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That all, that all worked out. Well, what's the biggest misconception that people have about you from watching the show? You know, the thing that bothers me about reality television is that, you know, a lot of people assume, if you're on reality television, that you're not, A, a decent human being, you're not intelligent, that you're not honest, um, that you will do anything for fame and attention, or as people like to say, to be relevant, which is the most annoying comment. I think the people who say that don't even know what it actually means. Um, and that's something that really bothers me. It's like, you know, because I know I'm actually all of those things, you know, I'm. I'm actually an you know, upstanding citizen, I'm smart. You know, I'm a kind person and I, I don't lie. I'm an honest person. So when I, when I feel like it, you get that sort of like generic, you know, generalized, you know, misconception about you, it's just really frustrating to me. And I'm like, I, you know what, I'm, I'm, so dumb. I'm so dumb with people thinking that about me. But I do find myself wanting to prove that over and over. You know, so I must have some deep rooted insecurities because I really, really do fight, try to fight that all the time. Let's talk about times when doing Beverly Hills was, you thought, too much for you or to come to an end. I want to talk about the times that you've quit because I always say, you know, I don't know that it's Tuesday unless someone is temporarily right. quitting. Right. So <laughs> when did that happen with you? Um, you would think after season one with the limo, but yeah. no. I was like, no. I probably said I was going to, but I didn't really mean it, just you know. You did say that. Okay, well, yeah, but I, I didn't, lied. I didn't take it seriously. So. Yeah, I didn't lie. I thought, you know, I just kind of said it. I didn't genuinely mean it. Yeah. The first time I genuinely meant it was season four. And it was at um, Carlton's house. And I remember when Brandy brought up the tabloids. And then, you know, Yolanda and Lisa were both like, and they're like, you mean there's no smoke without fire? Oh, you're saying that, yeah. and I was like, oh, okay, I see where this is going. And I had like a lump in my throat. And I, I had my phone, I had my black, oh no, I, had, I think I'd graduated from a Blackberry at that point. I did start out this show with a Blackberry though. Um, I texted under the table, and I said, bring my car around, I quit, I'm done with this fucking show. I sent that to Chris Cullen. Hi, Chris Cullen. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and I really didn't mean that because I was like, I, I just can't with my anxiety and everything. It's my anxiety was so bad. Um, 
I just thought, I just, I can't live like that. And then Chris came to my house and he said, I swear to God, I didn't tell them to say that. You know, and there's so many times we think, oh, they were told to say this. No, they're just assholes and saying it on their own most of the time. The reality is, and this is something that we fight all the time as production, is truly we're at our best when we're just documenting what is happening. Oh, yeah. And so what we do is we'll encourage any behind the scenes chatter about something to be raised. But we're not trying to um, control or manage it to come up in a certain way. And it just does happen on its own. And then the other thing is production is the greatest scapegoat. Well, here's something I want to say about that, because everybody assumes, oh, production is making them do yeah. this. And a lot of the new girls will assume that, yeah. oh, production is going to make us do that. If they were, if the producers were to tell any of these women, well, exactly. go out and do this and that, that is the first thing they're going to yeah. say. They're going to say it at the reunion. There'll be no escaping that. And I mean, you guys are no dummies. You guys are all know that you can't do that with these women. No. You know? You can know and know us very well, which is what they do, and they know what we're thinking about and talking about what we, who we like and who we don't like and what we heard, and then they, you know, obviously would like for you to be honest, but they're not saying, go do this or that. Otherwise, we would totally throw them under the bus all day long. Well, it's two, it, it, totally. I mean, it's two things to me. One, I wish we had that much control in the first place. Like, I wish that we could actually get everybody to do what we wanted to do. That isn't the job. That's not what we're trying to do. And we would be outed in two seconds, like well, you're saying. Otherwise, we might as well do a scripted show anyway. Right. Then. Yeah. That's, that's exactly it. But, um, yeah, so season four was my first time I really wanted to quit. Um, season five. Why did you want to quit season five? Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. Inc. with Kim and all that. Yeah. You know, there's so many times with this show that things have happened and I can't explain myself. By the way, the, the, the me now would explain myself. Yeah. Kyle then was too afraid because of my family. Thanks for tuning in to this exclusive preview of Bravo's newest podcast, Bravo's Hot Mic. In this podcast series, we're telling the real stories behind the shows you love, taking you behind the scenes through conversations with your favorite Bravo celebrities and the producers who brought some of television's most iconic moments to life. If you want the full interview, make your way to bravotv.com backslash podcast. Sign up now to unlock access to all our podcast interviews.